Okay, guys, so for today, we're going to be doing a part on... We're going to be doing an episode today, and the episode today is going to be focusing on mental health. Hello, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Daniel Dunn, and this is the podcast called Self-Help. I'm just a little a little update for today. I currently am leaving the quick trip that I was very much so rushing to get here to because I was kind of driving on an almost empty tank. Um, I was fearful for my life because I've never been on an almost empty tank in this car, so I didn't know how far I was going to get before my car shut down and then it's raining outside and there were just so many factors playing into that but yeah i made it and my car is now on almost over half of a tank because i'm not filling up until payday tomorrow but yeah um so on to the episode today is about mental health let me give you a little back backstory on my personal journey with my mental health so for today uh Okay, so my journey really starts out, hmm, I want to say, I want to say third grade is when I really, not when I understood that I needed to take care of my mental health, but more of a, like, it, that's when the whole entire me coming into contact full on with my emotions, that's when that really started. And to be frank, I didn't really, I didn't really understand I didn't really come to an understanding of my emotions until I was mm, in the seventh grade when the whole entire trend about depression, I don't say it was a trend, but it was, it was being brought up more when that whole entire thing really came into light, which I'm so happy it did because it helped so many people out, including me. It really started when I had taken some time to sit down and I was like, I had realized I was not mentally okay in seventh grade. Or really sixth grade. It was a it was it was a transition. It was during the transition period, really. But during sixth and seventh grade, when I had realized that I had a bunch of factors weighing in on my mental health, from like my parents to the people I consider my friends, then to my lifestyle, really, because I would I, I like didn't do any homework, and that impacted my grades, which then also impacted my mental health because I was I thought of myself as like dumb and stupid because I just didn't put in the work. Even though I had proven to myself that when I did take time out of my day to study or do my homework that my grades didn't improve. But I didn't I didn't do it for whatever reason. And that um so I have caught kind of like fallen into not a clinical depression because I was, I never went to a therapist because my family doesn't really believe in therapy for religious reasons, obviously. But my fem but I had I had self-diagnosed basically myself with depression. Because it was it was getting so bad, but I had high maintenance depression. I can't even imagine what like low maintenance depression is. Like those are the people that can't shower, can't brush their teeth, can't brush their hair, can't get out of bed. Like mostly because I had no choice. Like it was it was high maintenance or bust because my parents would not let me miss out of school because I was depressed, even if I told them that. So that's that's that. But yeah, I had high maintenance. Like I would still go to school. I would still take a shower. I still brush my teeth. Mostly because I also had a phobia for, like, smelling. Like, I I could not smell. Like, I just... It just was not in me. But, yeah, I had a, I had high maintenance depression. Like, I would literally go home. I also had, like, an ED at the time. An ED at the time, too. Like, I would go home. And I would I would go straight to my room. My parents would always be, like... They would call me down, like, almost every day and be like, Why don't you talk to us? Like, why aren't you in the living room? Like, why, why are you in your room all the time? Like, I would come straight from school to home. 
and just lay in my bed for hours and hours and hours not doing anything but like scroll through instagram because then at the time i was also getting my phone taken away at like eight o'clock in the at night so then that also was terrible mostly because of the fact i had i just had time with my own thoughts and i don't think that was a very healthy thing for me to be doing because um i would because i didn't really even fall asleep until the clock so during the hours of eight and ten i would just be laying in bed laying in bed and i had all that available time to think about everything that had gone on in the day so i had time to overthink about stuff that didn't even need to be overthought about so that was one thing and then um i had an ed and i like i don't even know what you would call it but i didn't i sometimes i didn't eat because i come from like a family where like most of my relatives are on the plus size side and that like doesn't bother me like whatever it doesn't bother me now as much as it did then like then i don't know like i was just like i just can't be like that like i can't be overweight like this that and the third and then i would i wouldn't i would not eat like it's not that i would binge eat i would just not eat for like three like the longest i ever went was like four days i didn't drink or eat anything besides water and i didn't even drink that much water probably drink like a cup a day which is not good like please 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 do not do not i i strongly recommend eating three times a day over having your body image over having a um how do i say this over having value eating over being skinny is what i'm trying to say like it's okay that you're you have a couple like lumps or here and there or something like that because you're eating three times a day and you're eating healthy and you're taking care of yourself that's perfectly fine but yeah i wouldn't eat for like three or four days of the row and that was very bad and then when i did eat it was probably it was most likely either junk food or um like my room my room didn't really get that bad um like it would it would be unclean sometimes and it would go i would go for like weeks without cleaning it but it never got to the point of where like i see these tiktok where people have like molded food and molded drinks in their room i didn't really have the molded drinks and molded food problem obviously in my room because i didn't eat a lot and back to my eating thing i i i ate and i ate on occasions and when i did eat it was because my dad had cooked one of my favorite dishes a or b because like my stomach had started to like like my bones had started showing through my skin like it was it was terrible but um and sometimes i literally like started shaking because my body was so malnourished but yeah um do not recommend please 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 don't do it um eds are terrible they're they're a terrible thing obviously as you can hear but yeah and then i also struggled with i struggled with depression like i would literally i would i couldn't even i couldn't even find i and one of the reasons i did struggle with depression is because i didn't really have an outlet i didn't really have a friend that everybody else had that they could tell about their business too because 
I had trust issues as well, and I was like, well, they're gonna tell my all my business, or because at the time I was quest- I was in the closet as well, so I was like, I can't. That was like one of the main reasons I was depressed. I was in the closet, so I really couldn't. I felt as though I couldn't tell anybody, or I was gonna get like disowned and shamed and everything else. I felt like I was gonna get disowned and nobody was gonna like me anymore, and I wasn't gonna have any friends. And I was gonna be an outcast. And I was gonna have to like move schools because I was getting bullied so bad. I was gonna get like killed, something worse. Because it was it was very like prevalent on the news that people were getting killed just for being gay. And I was like, well, I'm only so young and I don't know yet. And this and the other. But yeah, long story short, if y'all wanna listen to that, that was the last episode. Yeah, and I. I had this, I had this, I had this realization, the thing that brought me out of my depression, and it was more of a, like, because it lasted for about, all of, so- all of not sophomore, all of um seventh grade year, and what really got me out of it, I was like, I remember telling myself, I was like, well, you have to prove them wrong, and I was, I'm still trying to figure out to this day who them exactly is, but I was like, you have to prove them wrong, like, you have to prove to them, it was probably my parents, but I was like, you have to prove to them that you can do better and you can, like, make it in life and you can be that person that you want to be. And, like, that quote, that's, like, fake it until you make it, that's... I, like, I didn't even want to believe that it was real. But, actually, like, that that quote, like, got me... That quote probably, like, halfway got me out of depression. Fake it until you make it. Like, I just faked being happy until one day I really wasn't faking it. Like... And I know it's like, okay, so how do you know that you're not faking it anymore? It's like that feeling, there's there's this feeling of dopamine being released. You can just, you can feel it when the hap- when the joy is gen- genuine and not when you're just putting a smile on so you can make it through the day so people don't ask you what's wrong. Today's Starbucks drink is a caramel crunch frappe with white mocha and y'all, it is so good. Yeah, just taking... It also took me a second because my depression was also, it was sexuality based, it was domestic abuse based, it was, it was self-image based, it was, it was also the fact that everybody was like finding out who they were at the time in middle school, like the people that peaked in middle school, which I feel so bad for still to this day, but... This was at peak in middle school, and I I was still, like, childish, kind of, in terms of not being invited to parties and not, like, smoking, and I was still, like, rarely new to the... Do I know him? And I was still fairly new to the whole... The whole entire scene in terms of... In terms of growing up in general, I guess, but... Yeah, um, I was very identity, identity, mm, I was very identity confused, I guess. I was trying to find a more complex word, but confused is going to have to do. I was very confused with my identity, and that's also what led me astray, and I was, I was, I was just going through something, babe. But anyways, that's my story. I, I'm i out of it now. I almost fell back into it, but then I had to have, like, a really... Just, like, sit down and self-realization moment with myself um, 
mid-quarantine, I was like, okay, girl, like, I don't think you're really depressed. You're more just, like, you're taking time to self-reflect and think about everything you've done throughout your middle and high school career, and it's more you're, you're just taking time to realize that some of the things that you did didn't have to happen to you, and they didn't need to happen to you, but they did anyways, and that was kind of like a character-building moment, which that's fine, that's okay, like, everybody has one, I just had quite a few, not even from friends, like, some, some of it's from family, too, and that's, that's okay, love, I'm still alive, and that's all that matters, but yeah, let's talk about some of the topics on mental health. Anxiety. I feel like I don't really know if I have anxiety. I'm not medical. I'm, I haven't been medically, um, medically, literally. What's the word? Oh my gosh. Pronounced. I haven't been medically pronounced for anxiety, and I don't think like a lot of people have, but they still say that that they have it. I have a lot of the symptoms for it, and like all my TikTok for you page all the time is like watch this video and then at the end i'm going to show you most of it's like if you do all these things you have anxiety i'll be like Girl, i literally do like all this stuff like every day but i don't know um i feel like it's a more of a it's more of a you can self-diagnose yourself but don't don't do the most with your self-diagnosis di- until you've gone to see a professional because i feel like there's only like people can show like no symptoms as well have anxiety and then like there's some people that can show all the symptoms and still not have anxiety. And that's not... And it's also really not your thing to, like, call somebody out and be like, you don't have anxiety. Like, you're just... You just, like, move a lot or you just do this, that, and the third. And, um... You can't... You can't bring somebody else down for... Their self-diagnosis because you don't know what they could be going through. They could not be able to afford therapy to go get a, um, a professional diagnosis or... Their parents could not want them to go get a self-diagnosis. I mean, a professional diagnosis. Or stuff like that. That's my view on anxiety, y'all. Um, it's very... It's very, it's a very broad topic. Because a lot of people um, struggle with it. Which is understandable. Trauma. Let's get into some... Let's get into trauma, y'all. Um, I have... I have, I have some trauma, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. And I have like some stereotypical I have some stereotypical trauma. But I also I also have trauma. I just have trauma in general. And this trauma can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. For me, it's like uh it's almost like a PTSD kind of thing. Like I for instance, like there are some things associated with some items in my life that I used to have bad encounters with when I was a child. So when I hear said things or see said things and look at them, they just... They they spark something in me that's like, let me get away. Like, let me stop looking at this thing. Like, let me put it away. Let me throw it away yada 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 like they just make me not want the things to be around me and it's not the things that that hurt me it's the people that you said things to to enforce harm on me whether that be verbal mental physical whatever 
And I think I just need to take time. Like, one of those things being about, obviously, for obvious reasons. Like, if you know, you know. If you don't, oh, well. Like, figure it out. Look it up. Such and such. But, like, about, like... I remember I just had one on last night. And just the thought of... the Like, I took off my belt because I was at home. And I wanted to, like, let loose, whatever. When I got off of work. And I heard, like, the belt... Like, the belt, um... The little, um... Hook thing, whatever you call it. The buckle. I heard the buckle rattling. And that, um, that, um, for it sparked something and I just, I had to take it off like immediately and I had to like put it all the way in my drawer because I don't know that, that, um, let's just say I was a bad child growing up. So that should answer all the questions, but yeah. And then trauma can also be like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, like, um, I joke with my friend because she um she might be listening to this. Hey, 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 girl! But she had um hot water spilled on her, and we joke and we're like, "Girl, you got PTSD now because um every time somebody um pours hot water, she automatically like moves to the side or whatever, so she doesn't get burned." But people like really go through that, and with more like gun like guns and knives and. Like, um, people that have committed suicide, I know they have a lot of, um, trauma, and they can't be around knives, they can't be around glass, or big bodies of water, or bricks, for whatever reason, ropes, and so on and so forth, because of their attempts, and people, um, and that's, it's, it's really, PTSD and trauma in general is really real and some people get it in different portions and different amounts some people have some people like get little trauma things even when the trigger for their trauma isn't really isn't present they present isn't really present they still get triggered from just the thought of it or just the somebody saying something about it which is terrible i know but it happens that's okay i feel like you just need to i feel like you just need to make yourself comfortable with said item or said person or said conversation or topic again over time but not force yourself more ease into it um what else suicide let's talk about it I don't think I've told anybody this, but I kind of did have an attempt, like, once, but y'all, that's, she's gone. She's far gone. Like, y'all don't have to worry about me. Like, I promise, like, I'm not even, I'm in such a good headspace right now. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm friends with, like, all of, like, my people. Like, I feel so drawn and connected to all my friends right now. I'm in such a good place. I I haven't, I don't think I've ever been happier. Socially, mentally. Like, I just, I've just I've, it's never been better for me. So, I'm good right now. So, y'all don't need to worry about me. But I did have an attempt back in middle school. Don't even tell anybody. I don't even tell anybody about it. If you're ever listening to me, girl, this had nothing to do with drugs. So, don't don't take my allergy medicine away and be like, now nah, I'm going to have to give it to you, like, every day. No. It had nothing to do with drugs. But, yeah, I had an attempt. And I feel like you shouldn't, you shouldn't 
how do I say this? You shouldn't force somebody into a box of okay. Well, they tried to take themselves out with drugs, or they tried to take the, like by like cutting themselves, or they tried to take themselves by like drowning themselves, and for the rest of your life now you're like making sure that that person isn't around knives or they don't take too much drugs or stuff like that i feel like you're not you're restricting them but you're i don't know how to say it but you're not you're not being very consciously caught consciously aware of the things that you're saying because that's very it could be very hurtful to said person because it's like, is that all that person thinks of me when they think of me now? It's like, are they gonna, are they gonna kill themselves? Are they gonna, like, what's gonna happen? Like, I feel like it's a, it's a one in, it's for like some people's a one and done thing. Like for me, it was a one and done thing. But it's like some people have tried it multiple times, and um, and for them, I don't. I don't really know. I'm 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 really praying for you, girly. Um, I'm I'm hoping whoever is out there that's struggling still, I really hope that you do see the light on the other side and see that there are there are better days to come. Even though it doesn't feel like it, even though you feel like these are the worst days and it just does not pick up from there. I know where you're at. I've been there before, and it does get better. I promise. But I also feel like if you had an attempt and it didn't work, I feel like that was for a reason. Like, I feel like you still have the reason you're still here is because you still have some kind of something that you need to do here on Earth before you ascend to or descend to wherever you believe in. And that's that and within itself is something to... Something to something to live by, really. Something to help you keep going. I also feel like as a person, you do not know, and this is for like ser- service workers mainly, but it's like it applies to life in general. But for especially service workers, I feel like you should always go in. I don't care like how you're feeling or what kind of day you've had. You should always go in, whether if you're talking to someone on customer service or a restaurant worker or a server or a waiter or a bartender or whatever. Excuse me. You should always go in like you've never met the person before. Like you're having... Like you come in with common decency because you don't know what that person could be going through. Like, yes, you're having a bad day, but you don't have to inflict those feelings onto somebody else just because you're having a bad day. Like, yes, it's great now to make others feel what you're feeling, but people can feel empathy. Where's that sympathy? That's one of those, girl. People can feel that and still not be sad like you're sad or still not be mad like you're mad. Because you don't know if that person is, like, on the verge or... If their mom just died or their dog just died or they're really just going through something right now in their life. And that could be their last straw or that could be something that just throws it like on all of a course. Like that's just their last, that's just their 13th reason or whatever Netflix said. But yeah, just always go into something with a positive, with a positive attitude. Now, I understand that they're, like, giving you attitude, and it's, like, still try your hardest, but, I mean, you can only go so far, girl. We're only human. We are only human. 
but um and also I feel like what else I feel like if you have something to say and you have a friend but you just don't know you just don't know if you can tell said friend I feel like you need to I feel like you can be around the bush like if you want to talk about your mental health with your friend but you're like that's not really the type of friend that I want to talk to about it but you don't know you should you should try you should try beating around the bush you should try bringing up similar topics and see how they handle that and see and see what the response is and if it's something and if it's and if the responses are good around the topic then you should probably bring up that topic because I know for me, I probably wouldn't have gone through something as bad if I had just talked to the people that I had considered my friends then. But, yeah, um... Please, there's a number out there if you are feeling suicidal. You can, if you have my number, please text me. Or there's also a suicidal prevention line. Okay, girl, can you see? There's also a suicidal prevention line, y'all, and you should hit it up. Um, I've heard it works for others. I never got to try it. Um, I also recommend therapy for um, people if you can afford it. Um, I have a Twitter, y'all. It's called Self Therapy, but instead of the L, it's a one in the self. Y'all should follow it. Um, once I get a, a decent amount of followers, it's probably like five. I'll start like posting tweets and asking y'all questions and stuff like that for any other upcoming podcast. But um, it's fall. Today's the first day of fall. That's another update. It's the first day of fall. I'm wearing a little sweat, a little sweat moment. I've been thinking about like layering. I just feel like I just need to go shopping. I need to go do wardrobe, even though my closet rod and my in my closet might literally fall off the wall if I put one more pair of anything or one more shirt in there. But that's a that's a concern for future me, not me now. And um, if you have any questions, you can leave them on the Twitter. And, and anything else other than that that I can think of to talk about right now? What over depression, anxiety, like a I don't, I don't, I don't have anything else to go over, y'all. That's it. 